0: This is the Defining Audacity Radio Show, where we inspire people to live a bold, adventurous, and intentional life. Here is your host, Drew Myers.
1: <laughs> howdy, howdy! Let's ride. This is the Defining Audacity Radio Show and Podcast. I am Drew Myers. I am Shauna Glenn. Thank you so much for tuning in on this Wednesday. It's going to be a great show. <laughs> Shauna and I have been <laughs> trading text messages about the run of show um, all morning,
2: mm-hmm.
1: but. I didn't know what we were going to talk about out of the gate. You know, we kind of go through, hey, we're going to do our bearded banter today and we're going to do our list mania. Mm -hmm. And i like to just little something to talk about before we get into it.
2: A little nugget. A little, yeah, just a nugget. (laughs) No. No. I
1: didn't know what that (laughs) nugget was going to be until we were talking right before we started the show. And Shauna (laughs) says this to me. (laughs) I don't know if I've told you this before, but one time I got locked out of my house and I'm going to let her go into detail about this, but this was the gist of the story. One time I got locked out of my house after I went for a run, I couldn't get in and I had to poop in my yard.
2: <laughs> I there's no more explanation. Really? More needs to be said about that. <laughs> okay.
1: Literally a nugget to start <laughs> off this Defining Odyssey radio show and podcast. You pooped in your front yard?
2: Not, f- not front. The side of my house. The side yard? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Outside my bathroom window on the side of the house, Jeff planted me these really beautiful yellow rose bushes. And so I just s- kind of scooted back in between those. and, and But I, c- I couldn't hold it. I had to go. I had to go. I had to go. And so, anyway, it just stayed there till it went away naturally. Like it composted itself. You didn't
1: like cover it up. You didn't Covered like it up with what? D- dirt. I was
2: so embarrassed.
1: <laughs> Hold on. How many people in this world know about this?
2: How many people listen to this show? <laughs> Four. <laughs> My mom. Your mom. No. Does Jeff know? Yes, Jeff knows. He was- do
1: your kids know? Maybe. Did you go out there and keep checking on it? No,
2: I could see it out in my bathroom. (laughs) And, And Jeff would say, and it's right by the pool equipment. And so he would be over there like checking the filter and checking the stuff. And he would be like, that's still there. I'm like, well, can you get rid of it? He's like, no, you get rid of it. Anyway, it finally composted itself over time.
1: Oh my gosh. So long story short.
2: I'm super sexy.
1: Shauna now has a a key <laughs> at her house.
2: I do have a hide-a-key.
1: So she doesn't have to poop in the side yard anymore.
2: Golly, that's I feel I, I just wanna give a shout out to my neighbors, uh, Reggie and Liz who live next door. They might have seen me and just have never said anything. Hold on, you've never asked them? Excuse me, ding dong, excuse me. <laughs> hey guys, just wanted to know um, did you happen to look at your window just about five minutes ago when I was like in a squatted position going number two because I couldn't get in my house? Huh? Oh, oh, you weren't? Now, now you know? Oh, okay. Bye.
1: What's funny about that is we could also talk about the other thing that you wanted to share on the show about the ring doorbell <laughs> with the camera yeah. on the little doorbell. They're like, no, we didn't see you, but... Uh, <laughs> We caught you on the ring doorbell.
2: And now the neighborhood, like if whoever has a ring in your neighborhood, a ring doorbell, they're sending out like neighborhood alerts. So, so it'd be like, be on the lookout for this black truck. We think he stole a package off of our... No, be, be on
1: the lookout for, for the
2: poop bandit.
1: <laughs> Shauna Glenn. She'll crap in your yard.
2: God, it's like terrible. It's awful. But you said people wanted to know more about me? Yes. This is... This is is real. This is juicy bits. Oh, my gosh.
1: (laughs) I just threw up my breakfast
2: (laughs) in my mouth. Juicy bits. Well, you know, nuggets of information. (laughs) See, I can't say any word because it all sounds like poop.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for sharing. Thank you for being honest and transparent.
2: Um, You're welcome. I don't know that I had a choice since that was like the first thing. Well, you, you
1: were transparent with me before we yeah, I know. got rolling today. Mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm. We don't have
1: to tell each other everything. We don't? No. Oh,
2: it's probably better if we do. Okay. Now you tell an embarrassing story.
1: Sneaky pooper.
2: <laughs> oh, gosh. oh, I'll was tell awful. you an
1: embarrassing story. Um, I crapped my pants in college.
2: Okay, well, I mean, like, what's the context?
1: I was standing in the dorm room after Mm -hmm. eating in the cafeteria. I was about to go cover a high school basketball game. Mm -hmm. My roommate, Greg, was going to go with me. So he was in the room. I had thought I had to pass gas Mm -hmm. and I sharted a lot. (laughs) And then I waddled down to the shower and got in. (laughs) And I told Greg, I said, don't ever tell anybody. And he couldn't stop laughing. For the longest time, I'm talking years, Shauna, he would go. He would repeat what I said after it happened. I think I shit my pants. (laughs) (laughs) And then finally, I got tired of him holding that over my head, so I just told everybody that I crapped my pants. Yes.
2: Whatever. Yeah, who cares, right? Everybody poops. Right, exactly. I I I heard that from somebody once.
1: It just happened to be in my pants in Pierce Hall at Midwestern State University.
2: Who's the sexiest woman alive?
1: You know how I feel about... Cure Knightley. Well, yes, but that's not my number oh, one.
2: Who's your number one? I forget.
1: Jennifer Lawrence. Oh, yeah.
2: She poops. Huh? Yeah, she does.
1: No, she doesn't. Daily. Mm, no, she doesn't. Mm-hmm. But it smells like melons if she Ew. does. Ew. I bet it smells good.
2: Ew. No, it doesn't. Good Lord, how old are we? <laughs> I feel like I'm like listening to my grandsons the way they talk, about, they talk about poop all the time. It's like, how are you doing today? Poop. Oh Ours is
1: God. informative, educational, yes. and funny. There's is. is
2: ugh, <laughs> kids. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that poop talk out of the gate here on this Wednesday. Good show planned today our list mania 22 Ways to Break Up with Your Cell Phone. That is going to be married with another segment about the vitamin water challenge. We brought it up earlier this week on Monday's show, but I found out details.
2: Oh, yeah, because you didn't know much about it.
1: Vitamin Water is giving one person $100,000 to go without their smartphone for one year. And that one person will be me. Okay. Shauna says I can't do it. You can't do it. And she doesn't think Vitamin Water would want me to do it. Out of what the, does that mean? You said there are 6 billion no, people I didn't. I in said there the United are... States. Why would they choose you? No, no, no. That's what you said.
2: That No, that is not what I said. You don't listen very well. What did you I say? I said... There are 600 million people in the United States. How do you know it's gonna, that you're going to be the winner? I didn't say they wouldn't pick you. I just said that's a lot of people you're competing against. For, if they're only giving away one prize. do You
1: mean to just go down? You mean you just throw out the adjectives? Yeah. Funny, charming, good-looking, outgoing, Did I already mention funny?
2: Yeah, but that has nothing to do with the challenge.
1: Well, don't you think they want somebody that doesn't have a baby arm growing out of their forehead as their spokesperson for no cell phones?
2: Not that there's anything wrong with that. If you have a baby arm growing out of your forehead, Drew means no disrespect.
1: At all. Thank you for listening.
2: (laughs) Um, I'm just saying that you're you're competing against. Now, if they were giving a hundred prizes of $100,000 each, you would have a better chance. I'm just saying. I don't like your pessimism. I'm not being pessimistic. I'm a realist. You should play the lottery because you, you might win that.
1: I think I have a better chance to be the vitamin water phone challenge guy than win the lottery. Look, I have this platform that I could talk about vitamin water all the time and all the cold sweats that I'm breaking into because I don't have a smartphone and how hard it is to live without a smartphone. That, I can talk about it on a daily basis.
2: Oh my God, you're going to lose all your listeners.
1: Why? People, that intrigues people because it's probably making people feel anxious. Well,
2: guess what you're doing? You're me. also inviting... All these other people to be in on the challenge, too, which lessens your likelihood of winning. Nah, I got this. You need a smart person like me in your life to keep you straight. Could you do it? No.
1: You don't even know the rules. We're going to talk about it. <laughs> also, you and I have been trading crude, obscene, disgusting mm-hmm. games mm-hmm. with each other. Children's games with each other. I saw this while watching sports this weekend.
2: Mm-hmm. Dr. Oh, just random sports? Oh you just said sports like it's that was pretty generic. Yeah, but it
1: was on mute. That's the only reason I know I was watching <laughs> sports cuz I saw this commercial for like Dr. Pimple Popper or mm-hmm. something. Mm-hmm. So gross. So I just sent you the link on mm-hmm. Amazon. Yeah. Then you send me a link back about mm-hmm. something that has to do with poop.
2: Yeah. it's that you plunge the toilet till the poop flies out. And it's a kids game.
1: And then she sends me a text message and she says hey, I ordered both of these games. I assume so we can play it on the air or you can give them to your grandchildren for Christmas or both. Right. And I said to you, I have not purchased my kids one present for Christmas, but you just purchased two random, obscure, crude board games. Yes.
2: Because I have a couple of like parties I'm going to this weekend where we're supposed to take like a, wrapped ten dollar gift to, to you know and i think those will be perfect
1: for like a children's no no no
2: this is grown-ups like a grown-up party where it's that white elephant you know where you steal you know you draw a number mm-hmm. and you pick to open a present so thank my... you
1: for not calling it a chinese christmas that's what my mom calls it we're gonna do a chinese christmas i was like what does that even mean is that what they're doing in china just stealing <laughs> gifts
2: no i don't know i've never I like of... white elephant or like dirty santa. I mean it's called a couple of things like that.
1: Not in K Myers world, <laughs> Chinese Christmas. Ridiculous. Anyway, but how can we play them if they have to be wrapped?
2: I didn't say we were going to play them. I just all I said to you was I ordered them. I wanted to play them. Okay, well, we'll then we'll play them and then we'll put the pieces back (laughs) (laughs) and shrink wrap it (laughs) yeah
1: i like it great show i'm really really excited about it thank you so much for tuning in we are at blue haven pool shauna glenn design fort worth texas i'm drew myers
2: i'm shauna glenn say let's ride let's ride
0: every man dies not every man really lives we couldn't have said it better ourselves it's time to stop saying i'll do it tomorrow and start living on purpose this is the defining audacity Radio Show.
2: Welcome back to the Defining Audacity radio show and podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Shauna Glenn, Andrew Myers.
1: Let's talk about this question. We t- kind of talked about it yesterday, mm-hmm. leading into the show, and then time got away from us, and we never got to it. I don't know why this was on my mind recently, and to be honest with you, it comes up a lot. I think about this a lot. I think to myself, I'm going to die. Yeah. There will be a point where I am dead and I am no longer here. Do you ever yes. have thoughts like that? It's
2: the scariest it's scarier than any scary movie or roller coaster or clown you could ever experience. It's so scary to think like that. What
1: makes you think that? What brings those thoughts into your brain?
2: Uh you know, I mean just I'm age. My age, I'm almost forty nine. I could get sick. I mean I mean it just happens. I mean like Your pituitary gland will only live up to 120 years, but not many people live that long. So even if you like were kicking it, eventually your pituitary gland is going to give out.
1: Does it inspire you? Does it motivate you to have those thoughts or does it just scare the bejesus out of you? It scares
2: me and I don't like to talk about it. So it
1: paralyzes you almost. Yes. See, it motivates me. To live life to the fullest, because I'm not here forever. To to make a difference, to leave a legacy. Mm-hmm. It doesn't do that to oh, you at all. I mean,
2: maybe a little bit, but I mostly just shove it way, 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 way down and like and try not to think about it.
1: Okay, so when you have that thought, mm-hmm. like someday I'm going to die,
2: mm-hmm.
1: what do you do next? Do you start to drink? Do you <laughs> curl up in a ball? No. What do you do?
2: No, I just uh, <clears throat> I don't know. I just I guess I just try to move on and. I've got lots to do. Somebody's got to hang up those clothes laying on my closet floor and I have to fix dinner and somebody's got practice. So you just
1: push through it.
2: I do. I just push through it and I just keep, I keep living and just try to keep enjoying. And then what, you know, try not to sweat like the little things that keep make me anxious. Other things I'm like, well, okay, everything's going to be all right.
1: What if you got a bad diagnosis?
2: Ugh, that'd be terrible.
1: What if, Okay. You're at the doc. We'll role play again. You're at the doctor and you have a serious illness. Mm -hmm. You have five years to live.
2: Oh, Oh, thank goodness. We don't really know how much, how long we have to live. That would be terrible. Uh, If he told me I had five years to live, I would be like, I want a second opinion. And why did you tell me that? Would you want somebody to tell you you had five years to live or would you not want to, or would you want to not know?
1: I don't want to know when I'm going to die, but I mean, if there's a,
2: but if so, if the doctor said to you, yeah,
1: well, we had a, family friend over the weekend, um, brain tumor, mm-hmm. nine months to live. They told me you got nine months to live. Oh what, do, what, do you, what do you do? You get a nine-month death sentence or a one-year death sentence or a five-year death sentence, whatever it is, what do you do? I feel like there's three types of people, types of people that are like, all right, let's live. The second person is, what's the point? And the third person is, it's very business. I'm going to get all my stuff in order. So
2: I'd get my stuff in order and then I would- I guess cash in on my chips and anything that was worth anything so that I had money to take everyone who was important to me and we could travel and see the things I hadn't seen yet. Okay. I'd want to see things.
1: So you'd want to you'd want to live. live.
2: Yeah, because then you know, maybe they're they want Oh, mistake. We read the wrong chart. And then I'm like, "Well, now I'm poor, you son of a bitch." <laughs> Cuz I thought I was dying and now, now now I'm homeless. But you got
1: to see the Thailand. northern lights. Or, yeah. yeah, Thailand. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. I would live. No, I would. It would be hard. But I know that, you know, most people and most of my family, you know, they're not afraid of dying because they, you know, believe that there is, you know, a life beyond and they're going to live forever. They believe in heaven. Yeah. And they're going to live forever. Eternal life. Yeah. They're going to live forever. And so that's less scary, you know, than if if this was just... You die and you're gone, and but
1: you're it. scared, or your fear stems from you're not going to be here yes. to experience and to what see, happens next.
2: Yeah, grandkids and great grandkids and those their kids grow up and you know get married and have families, and I'm I'm afraid I'm going to be missing out. Okay, on the peop- on what's going on.
1: But you're not scared to live in eternal damnation, though.
2: Oh no, Mm-mm. no, I'm I'm just not. No. So why did you
1: bring up that the rest of your family is not scared because?
2: Because they believe in, no, they believe in heaven and hell. And so that, you know, and they, they're going to go and be with Jesus. And that, I mean, and so that gives them comfort and, and peace of mind that this is not, this is not just, you know, it, that there's something beyond this. And that, that brings a lot of people comfort.
1: Okay. So with your beliefs, is this it? Yes. So that would make sense why mm-hmm. you, you're scared of dying. Mm-hmm. But gosh, isn't that sad to think about that this is it? I mean, we just bust our ass and try to make ends meet and... Yeah. Lose yeah. touch with friends mm-hmm. and eat crappy food. And then that's it? I mean... Wah, wah,
2: I know, I know. But that's that's why, I mean, I just don't want to... That's why I don't want to die, because I don't want to miss... Well, you're going, going to. Well, you're going to die. I know, but hopefully not soon. Stop jinxing me.
1: I feel like if you talk about it, it doesn't happen. Every time I get on an airplane, I'm always like texting people like, hey, if this airplane goes down, I'm really sorry. And then it never does.
2: So, But you're going to be that movie that comes out and be like, there was this guy on this plane and he was like, if this plane goes down, what did Drew Myers know? What did he know beforehand? Something happened. He got some message. He must have been working undercover for the federal government. You know
1: what's so weird about this conversation (laughs) is... I'm just excited they're going to make a movie about me. (laughs) You know? So you say that, I'm like, cool, they're going to make a movie about me? Yeah. Awesome.
2: Yeah, because you're texting everybody like, listen, if something goes down, I love you. And then they find your phone in the wreckage and they're like...
1: They find my 1996 flip phone that I got from Vitamin Water.
2: This dude knew something. Was he in on it? Was he the mastermind?
1: Yeah. Did his
2: cell phone cause the plane to go down? His
1: 1996 flip phone. (laughs)
2: You're excited they're making a movie about you. Why do you make it about you?
1: I know I'm going to die. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with dying because my faith is strong. Mm-hmm. But I want to live life to the fullest and I want to maximize the time that I'm here. So when I have those thoughts, and to be honest with you, I have them more often than not when I'm running. Mm. Like I'm
2: well, cause I, you're, I think you're more in touch with nature and.
1: Right. It's a, The wind's not blowing, the stars are out, mm-hmm. um, it's that perfect temperature. And it's just, yeah, it just hits you. That thought hits you. like, I need to, I need to be living life.
2: Mm-hmm. I need new running shoes. So do I. No, that's what I'm, th- that's what I'm saying. You're oh. probably thinking.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I do need new running yeah. shoes. Have you seen
2: them? I have not because you wear the same uniform every day.
1: I'm going to buy myself running shoes for Christmas, wrap them, put them under the tree from Tanya because there's an outside chance she's not getting me anything. And then I'll have a gift. And I have to have them. They're in bad shape. I'll show them to you next time.
2: Why don't you just let Oh, me they're in them.
1: the truck. I'll get them.
2: Why don't you let me give you tennis shoes for Christmas? Is that a weird thing for...
1: Yeah, because I need to go buy my own tennis shoes.
2: Okay. Running shoes. I, and I don't
1: play tennis. I, I run. Mm-hmm. So they're running shoes. Okay.
2: I'll, I'll buy you running shoes.
1: During these next songs, I'm seriously going to show you my running shoes. and Tell me what you think about them.
2: My grandfather called them tinny pumps.
1: Tanya calls them tinny shoes. T- tennis, like tinny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like she dropped the N-I-S. Yeah.
2: I think I call... I tennis think it's shoes, tennis, tennis shoes, tennis ten, 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 shoes. Yeah, that sounds normal. When did
1: when did tennis corner the market on shoes?
2: Weirdos, had me some anyway, Stan Smith, Smith Adidas when I was a teenager, and I never played one lick of tennis. Excuse me, I had Stan Smith Adidas.
1: Who is Stan Smith?
2: He was some tennis player, and they made he made the they Stan made the, Smith. Yeah,
1: I can name thirty five tennis players right now, <laughs> and Stan Smith wouldn't be on that list.
2: He was a tennis player. Anyway, Lindell, Adidas, John
1: McEnroe, Adidas Bjorn made. Bork,
2: Some tennis shoes. They're white and they had like a green thing and they were called Stan Smith Adidas. (laughs) I don't think I'm making that up. We'll look it up. (laughs) Stan
1: Smith. Yes. That sounds like the guy that's working at the corner garage and he will replace your alternator if you bring it in. Hey, I'm Stan Smith.
2: You're going to eat your microphone in just a minute. Hold on. Stan Uh, Smith. Stan Smith, American tennis player. Stan Smith. Okay, here we go overview Stanley Roger Smith is a former world number one American tennis player and two-time Grand Slam singles champion who also with his partner Bob Lutz formed one of the most successful doubles teams of all time together they won many major titles boom
1: please give me the year that him and Bob were doubles partners
2: we'll see he was born oh he just had a birthday on Friday happy birthday Stan Smith he's 72 He's six foot four.
1: I don't care how. When did he start winning championships? My point is, okay. you wore those before Nin- I was born.
2: Nineteen seventy. Nineteen seventy. Okay,
1: exactly. I wasn't even alive, and you're rocking the Stan Smiths.
2: And Stan Smith, you, you would know Stan Smith Adidas too. These, those, are, those are the Stan Smith Adidas.
1: Oh yeah, I didn't know what those were called.
2: Anyway, I had a pair.
1: Okay, and those are not. <laughs> Those are tennis shoes? You can play tennis in those shoes? I thought you could just rap in those. (laughs) (laughs) My uh, Adidas. Isn't that a... (laughs) Yes. You know that song?
2: I I don't know if I do or not. Anyway. I don't... Run DMC. Here's what I don't get about you. I don't get how you question me. I've told you this a million times. I'm the smartest person you know. So you just need to listen to me and... Like, less of this, more of this. Okay,
1: she's doing her little <laughs> m- puppet hand <laughs> mouth thing. Listen, it all goes back to mm-hmm. the fish that they use, mm-hmm. fish in quotation marks, that they use in a filet fish sandwich. Because we had this conversation Mm -hmm. Mm face-to-face as we were eating these things. Mm -hmm. You're like, it's uh, this kind of fish. I said haddock and it was pollen. This kind of fish. It's this kind of fish. And you were standing up on the table banging, it's this kind of fish. And I was like, it sounds made up. You're like, this is it. Damn it. This is it. And then your husband looked it up and it wasn't the right fish, Shauna. How can I possibly believe you about anything else? You lied to me. (laughs) So, when you say Stan Smith,
2: that kind of scared me when you yelled like that.
1: When you say Stan Smith, Adidas, Mm -hmm. it sounds so made up.
2: (laughs) Wow. And even though you looked it up, I still don't believe it. Oh, what? (laughs) Yes, I just created the Wikipedia page while you were going off on your rant.
1: You do that. (laughs) You have told me you do that from time to time. Anyway.
2: Oh, my gosh.
1: Don't be afraid to die. Okay. Live life to the fullest.
2: I am. I am. I'm living.
1: Live a bold, adventurous, and intentional what's life, Shauna.
2: "Live Like You Were Dying," is that a country song?
1: Yes, it's a country song. Bane we country. talked about it just the other day. I went skydiving. I went oh, rock climbing. Song? Yes. Okay,
2: that's like the only one I know besides Dolly Parton. Sing
1: it again, though. <laughs> no, don't... sing it again. No, no. seriously. it kind of sounded like Tim McGraw. Sing it again, it please.
2: Sound like Tim? McGraw. Do it, please. You know what? You do this to me all the time.
1: Just do it.
2: No, you're gonna have to pay Nike for saying that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> just sing it, please.
2: Okay, so wait. What's the line?
1: Live like you were dying.
2: What are you? Are you gonna use these as drops? No, no. Okay. Um, I don't want to sing now. No, just do it. Live like you were dying. Oh gosh. <laughs> <laughs> You're such an asshole.
1: <laughs> You're listening to the Defining Audacity Radio Show and Podcast. I'm Drew Myers. I'm Shauna Glenn. Broadcasting from Blue Haven Pool, Shauna Glenn Design. We've got disgusting, crude board game talk coming up we've got our list mania it has to do with breaking up with your cell phone we have a special bearded banter today Mm -hmm. a little bit different type of bearded banter i get the chance to sit down with an eight-year-old girl it's like bearded banter kids Mm speak-esque type of deal
2: i'm looking forward to hearing that it's gonna be awesome i haven't heard it
1: you are listening to the defining audacity radio show and podcast we'll be right back
0: get busy living or get busy dying i'm gerald dodd and i couldn't have said it better myself you're listening to the Defining Audacity Radio Show. Live on purpose. Yeah.
1: Welcome back to the Defining Audacity Radio Show and podcast. I'm Drew Myers. I'm
2: Shauna Glenn.
1: I have brought in my Asics running shoes for Shauna to look at. Just describe them in a couple words.
2: Well, they're about four feet away from me, and I can smell them from They
1: me. don't smell bad.
2: How do you know they don't smell? Ooh, they don't smell sm- bad. Yes, yeah, they do. They smell like old tennis shoes. Yeah, but they don't with stink. feet in them.
1: No, they don't smell bad.
2: Those are those look really bad. I can't believe you wear those. Like they have holes in them.
1: These are three and a half years old. They have. It's really I, bad for you. No, it's not. That's a myth created by the shoe companies. Listen, they have estimated seventeen hundred miles on them. And it's time to get some new ones.
2: Those are really bad. But that is the brand I wear to run, too.
1: But is, shouldn't I be a spokesman for ASICs? Look at these things. They're so good.
2: No, they're not. They're really ugly and worn out. Look, you, you've you got hole, like holes in the bottom and on the side. and
1: uh, You
2: might as well run in your bare feet.
1: Well, this whole myth about you're supposed to change your shoes out like after 400 miles or something like that. Mm-hmm. I read a book called Born to Run. If Mm -hmm. you haven't read it, I encourage you to read it because you're a runner. It's about a tribe in Mexico that runs barefoot. And that's essentially what you do over time. You break the shoe down Mm -hmm. and you just keep running on it. So it is right. And they've all had their knees
2: replaced. None of them have their knee
1: replaced. Do you like these? I think they look good. I'm really proud of them. Yeah, They held up and I'll go in there and I'll be like, listen, I want, the same type of shoe. And they're
2: like, sir, we discontinued that three years ago.
1: They'll give me something that's comparable.
2: How much do you think you're going to have to pay for a new pair of running shoes? Mm,
1: probably about 115 bucks. Yeah. Okay, let's talk about crude board games for kids. Okay. I saw this while watching television recently. Every time I've seen the commercial for this, it's been on mute. So I assume it's a sporting event.
2: I've never seen this commercial for this toy.
1: And the toy is... I guess created by Doctor Pimple Popper because we've talked about Doctor Pimple Popper. On where you this didn't show. believe
2: me; it was a real show, and I said right. yes.
1: And I still haven't seen that show. Mm-hmm. But this is a game where you pop this dude's pimples, mm-hmm. and when I guess you lose because it shoots water, aka pus, Ugh. out on you.
2: It sounds disgusting, doesn't it? Yes, sounds
1: so gross. But
2: it's like says for ages five and up. Would you let Crash play this game?
1: I guess if he wanted to, but what's, I mean, what's the strategy? What's the point? Let me just read you kind of the... Mm-hmm.
2: Read it, the description. It's
1: Pimple Pete, the Explosive Family Game for Kids, presented by Dr. Pimple Popper. Ready for a little gross-out fun on Family Game Night? Pimple Pete is the pressure-packed pimple-popping game for all ages. <laughs> Twist and wiggle out ooey-gooey pimples from Pimple Pete's face. How many pimples can you pop without bursting the mega-zit? How is this a thing? <laughs> no, why people are people are so disgusted? Why are people paying for this? I know why you purchased it as a gag, as a gag gift, mm-hmm. but why are other people purchasing this game?
2: But surely for the same purpose that I'm, you know, to give to somebody as like a a goof.
1: Well, the pictures that they show here on Amazon shows a family of four <laughs> just sitting around the table playing Pimple Popper, and when you. Choose, select, yank on, pop the Megazit, water squirts out. Let me read this Exploding Megazit. Be extra careful as you pull out pimples. If you jiggle Pimple Pete's face forward or back too much, you might set off the Megazit on his nose. Pop. <laughs> Watch out for the blast of pimple juice. Wipe up the water spray and reload the Megazit plunger for the next player. No one is safe. From the Exploding Mega Zit.
2: Pimple juice. Look. Look at the
1: picture. Look at the picture.
2: Ew. That's terrible.
1: So gross. Yep. So I saw this on TV. I wanted to share it with you. And as I was copying (laughs) this and sending it to you, I read some of the reviews. You have got me into reading reviews.
2: The reviews can be the best thing on the internet.
1: Absolutely. Here's one that caught my attention. It's from MG. Knowing I'm an avid popaholic, my husband thought it'd be fun to get me this game. We were so excited to open it and play it, only to be disappointed that it's pretty flimsy and really doesn't work great. It was easy to get the pieces out without them popping. And what's the fun in that? I ended up returning the game for a refund. So it's like it wasn't real. So this (laughs) pimp popaholic decided to send it back. Those
2: people need to be drug tested. Like, the police just, when they get a read a review like that, they just just drive over to her house and be like, ma'am, you need to come with us.
1: Just a couple other reviews here. If you like popping pimples, this is a good way to scratch that itch. And then it also says the pimples are a lot like sperm. Ew. Gross.
2: This game is really, really disturbing, and I ordered one. Do you think the people at Amazon who are boxing up my shipment right now, getting it ready to deliver uh, in a couple of days, do you think they're judging me?
1: Very much so. Mm. Last one. Interesting game. Not exactly what I wanted. Looks like a fun game. Got it for my 28-year-old daughter who loves to pop pimples. <laughs> okay, so there you go. You kind of get the gist here of Pimple Pete game presented by Dr. Pimple Popper, right? So Shauna takes it one step further. <laughs> and she finds, I guess on Amazon.
2: Right, well, yeah, after you sent me the link, I clicked on it. And then it said, if you like this game, you'll like these right, games. that's
1: how Amazon works. Mm-hmm. It's called Mattel Flushin' Frenzy Game for Kids.
2: And that doesn't tell you much until you watch the little video.
1: Okay, or you just read.
2: <laughs> read the description.
1: The description. Game night just got gross in the best way. <laughs> Flushin' Frenzy makes being a plumber fun. Push the toilet handle to release the die. When a number pops up, you plunge the toilet that number of times. Be ready to catch the poop when it flies out at any moment poop there it is the player to catch (laughs) there it is
2: (laughs) poop there it is
1: the player to catch the poop wins a token or two tokens if they catch it in midair whoa set includes one toilet one plunger one die and 10 score tokens it's safe for ages five and up two to four players this is this makes dr pimple popper's game look awesome (laughs)
2: <laughs> I bought one of those games, too. I know you did. <laughs> oh, but you should see the little poop. It's, it looks like... It has okay. a
1: face on it. Okay,
2: like, you know you go to a restaurant and they're like, you want sausage, and they say patty or link? The poop looks like a link sa- sausage.
1: It does. Or it kind of looks like a, maybe a bratwurst <laughs> that you would get like at a ranger game that's been on the grill too long.
2: Okay, now don't, don't ruin hot dogs at rangers games for me. That's the best part of going to the game.
1: Why does it have a face on it?
2: Because it's a friendly poop. Oh. I'm excited to get these in. I want to see what they look like. Don't you think it'd be fun to play all these games? I can't games? believe
1: they make games like this. Well, I
2: can't either. I never even... There's e-
1: zero strategy to it. What... I mean, maybe it's funny for half a second, but you, then you what's You know people the in
2: the 50s, if they were alive now, they would go, what How is gone... How dare you? What is going on with the future of America? They are playing poop plunging games and popping pimples on TV. I'm
1: I'm looking at some of these reviews for this one. Big hit with the little birthday boy, my two and a half year old, loved it. Here's one. This game stinks of fun, entertaining for 10 minutes. Here's another one. My kids were really eager to try this game. Otherwise, I don't think I would have tried it. The whole thought of it grosses me out. The game is well made. They're having a lot of fun with it though. Once it's unpacked from the box, you don't even need the packaging for storage. Whatever, that's boring. Strange concept, but funny. You have to catch a piece of crap that flies out of the toilet and it comes out pretty fast. So you have to be quick if it comes out on your turn.
2: <laughs> or your turd. <laughs> yeah, are you disappointed in this game so far?
1: I think it's so gross. It
2: is gross.
1: I just imagine what my mother would say about it.
2: That's what I'm saying. What, are, what our grandparents would say about this.
1: Flushing frenzy.
2: Anyway, stupid games on Amazon. That you ordered. I know. And but that we we're
1: gonna play. It's not the like they days. were and
2: it what they weren't expensive, so it's not like no. It's not like I just flushed twenty dollars down the drain.
1: No pun intended. <laughs> it's not like you just popped out eighteen bucks.
2: It's not like I just pooped on the side of my house when I got locked out.
1: If you didn't hear that out <laughs> of the gate today, make sure you check out the podcast wherever you get your podcast from, because she did admit on the air that she did that. Stitcher, Spreaker, Google Play, iTunes, check it out. All of it. Make sure you comment, share, (laughs) subscribe, like. You know,
2: you told me that people have asked you that they want, or have commented to you that they want to know more about me, the real me.
1: Now they know. You like crude, disgusting board games, and you crap on the side of your house.
2: Okay, not all the time. Once. A week.
1: You're listening to the Defining Audacity (laughs) radio show and podcast. Coming up, we're going to talk about Vitamin Waters Challenge. To give up your cell phone for one year that's going to lead us into our list mania 22 ways to break up with your cell phone and we've got a special bearded banter today it's a bearded banter kid speak awesome on the, on the defining audacity radio show and podcast i'm drew myers i'm shauna glenn broadcasting from blue heaven pool shauna glenn design in fort worth texas i want things to happen on purpose i'm john horton i couldn't have said it any better myself you're listening to the defining audacity radio show
2: Welcome back to the Defining Audacity radio show and podcast. I'm Shauna Glenn. And
1: I'm Drew Myers. Somebody told me about this the other day, mentioned it on yesterday's show, and I did some research this morning when I was show prepping. Vitamin Water wants to pay you $100,000 to give up your smartphone for a year. Now, this came down December 13th. They're going to make the announcement early in 2019 of who they'd select to do this. Mm-hmm. And here's kind of a bullet point breakdown of what this looks like. Okay. Vitamin Water is offering hundred grand to one person who can go without their smartphone for an entire year. Contest entries will be accepted on Twitter and Instagram until midnight on January 8th. The selected contestant will be provided with a 1996-era cellular phone and an accompanying phone plan to use for one year. So you're not without a mobile device okay. for emergencies. Right. You mentioned... If your kid gets sick at school or something a lie detector test will help determine whether you stuck with the rules for 365 days what do you think
2: they're just going to pick one so you have to apply right and you're going to submit an application i am and then they're going to pick one person yes well then you might then you they might pick you
1: so you don't think that they will but what does it hurt to try it
2: doesn't hurt to try
1: The, the real question is could you do it no. Could you go without your cell phone, no. your smartphone for 1 year? No. Why? And
2: because my business. So does mine. No, 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 no. Yes it does. No, I'm 100% social media.
1: Okay, you can still No, you can't. Use Instagram on your f- your computer.
2: Instagram is set up where you post from a, a smartphone. Okay. You can look at Instagram on your iPad okay, that's or I mean. your or your computer. You can look but you can't post.
1: Okay. Yeah. You uh, could do it.
2: No. I play words with friends. I watch Netflix. I order my groceries. You
1: watch Netflix on your phone? Yeah. You do? Yeah. Why don't just, you watch it on your TV? It's mostly
2: when I'm driving. Just kidding. <laughs> your face. Um, I do watch it on my TV, but like if I'm sitting in an airport waiting for my flight or if I'm you know, sitting at the school waiting for them to let the kids out, you know, I'm I'm there early. No. No, I could not do it. I go in a panic if I leave it at home for five minutes, and I'll turn around. I'll be late somewhere. What did
1: you used to do? You haven't always had a smartphone. I haven't? You didn't have a cell phone until you were 27. You've admitted <laughs> that on the show Yeah, before. my parents
2: were mean. Um, yeah, I don't know. I guess I just I just lived my life like everyone else, but now I have it, and I don't want to go back to without it. Why are you looking at me like that? Because I
1: think you could do it. I think you're selling yourself yeah, short.
2: But, okay there's two different things here that you're saying yes I think I could do it do I want to do it no I don't need the money you know I'm just I'm fine but
1: I think I think it would be good to challenge yourself as well I know
2: but see you you like that though you like setting yourself up like challenges and you know you're like I'm gonna not drink I don't care about any of that stuff I don't need a challenge I don't I don't need to be the winner I am a winner. I don't need to challenge myself.
1: Is that why I do it? To be the winner?
2: I, I mean, I don't know why you do I mean, I'm not a therapist. Do you do it? So you you do it to see if you can, yeah.
1: To see if I can do it.
2: Yeah. And then you get to like high five or something and go, ha ha, I win. I Only did Only
1: in the mirror when I'm naked. Mm. You're welcome. <laughs> so that leads us to our list mania today. So okay. I am going to apply. We'll, I'll keep everybody posted exactly what I'm going to do with that. But our list mania today, 22 ways to break up with your cell phone. Okay. Now, A lot of these are apps that you can use. Okay. I'll say this. The thought of using these apps make me sick in my stomach Mm -hmm. more than the thought of throwing this cell phone to the bottom of the closest river.
2: Because isn't that sort of counterproductive to use an app to break up with your cell phone, but you're using an app on your cell phone? Exactly. It sounds like they're talking about both sides of their mouth.
1: Use an app to find, this is number one, use an app to find out how many times per day you check your phone. How disgusted would I be with myself if I had this app? It's called Checky. It's a super simple app that keeps count of how many times you've unlocked your phone in a day.
2: Oh, Lord. I don't need the printable, like, tapping <laughs> me on the shoulder every five minutes.
1: Excuse me. Um, you've checked your phone, unlocked your phone 192 times today. Number two on this list of breaking up with your cell phone, set realistic limits for yourself. Vow not to use it for more than 90 minutes a day or for longer than 15 minutes at a time. So you just set limits but who's going to hold you accountable no one yeah this is more my speed and if focusing on numbers isn't going to work for you target the times that cell phone use is the most disruptive and or lame and they use the example like you're eating dinner with your family mm-hmm. and your spouse is busting your nuts right for using your cell phone and turn it off then make a to-do list of real things you want to do during the day and don't check email facebook or instagram until it's done hmm. you okay with that one could you do that one
2: it's just my I, I mean i guess but my work is just so focused on my phone because i'm out in the field i'm you know shopping for clients or i have to ask a quick question or i've got uh, delivery people texting me saying we're here at your client's house can we leave it on the i mean i don't know i'm just constantly interacting with my phone now i can shut down when, once i get home but during the day i'm pretty much like it's on me
1: Number five is kill the notifications. You get a lot of no- notifications. You do. I've seen your phone light up before. You get yes, a lot of notifications.
2: I do. I need. To, I, I've turned a lot of them off. Like I don't like Instagram doesn't notify me. I turn those off. Uh, Facebook doesn't. But things like I'll get like news alerts and things like that.
1: What if you took a social media vow of silence? That's number six on this list. So you got all your stuff done for the day. Oh, see, just this conversation is making you sweat.
2: I know. I'm sitting in the sun. Making me, here, I'm going to move over here. So if I took a social media vow of silence?
1: Yeah, you know, you get all your st- – and I understand the, that's how you make your living. Mm-hmm. You have a very large reach, especially on Instagram, and you have to post every day to stay relevant, and there has to be interaction. But what if you said between this time and this time, nothing? Yeah. And, and I'm not I'd, saying take a nap. I'm saying do No, I some- do
2: try to do that. Once, I, once I'm home, I try to be real present with my, with my family and, and with Jeff and – I usually take it in the bedroom, put it on the charger, and and kind of walk away.
1: Okay, is that why you don't respond to my text after about five fifteen?
2: Is it five fifteen? No, I, I just like, do, I don't. Know yeah, anymore. it. My phone automatically goes to like, do not disturb at nine p.m. But I usually turn it. The Does
1: it send a text back and says I'm not able to talk right now? I
2: don't know it, what it says. I don't know. I think the text goes. No, through. because
1: I, s- I send you text messages. Yeah, yeah. The, t-
2: the text at will at go through. I just don't get it until the next morning oh, okay. when I when I wake up.
1: I think you should change your autoresponder to send an email out, and it should just be some rude, like...
2: What the f*** you doing texting me so late? Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yes. I'm on board with that.
1: Number seven, if you feel extra brave, go ahead and delete social media apps from your phone altogether. A friend of mine told me that he did this. Mm Mm-hmm. Recently, he said he has so much time now. But he said what he liked about it the most is when he saw people that he knew. Yeah. He actually had conversations with them because in the back of his mind, he wasn't thinking I already knew that
2: because I've already seen it on it, Facebook. Exactly. Or whatever. Mm-hmm.
1: He said that he wasn't expecting mm-hmm. that to happen, but it did. Yeah. Number nine: unsubscribe from all of the email newsletters that you receive.
2: Oh, I, I need to hire somebody just to do that. I'll
1: for do me. it. How much you paying?
2: Whatever. I'll, whatever. What do you want? Isn't it unbelievable? How
1: do I, we get signed up for email newsletters that we don't sign up for. I know we do. Yeah. It's ridiculous. And I have three
2: email accounts. Oh my gosh. So I get it times three.
1: Number 10, carry a book with you or a magazine. I like that one because if I have a book that I'm into that I, I enjoy reading or even a magazine, like they said here, I'll pull that out. But if I don't have it on me, I can't. So my go-to is your phone, the phone. Yeah. Number 11, put your phone on silent before every meal. Okay. Don't bring it in the bathroom with you either is number 12, (laughs) Tanya. Number 13, definitely keep it out of your bedroom. They say don't keep it in your bedroom. Mm. Do you check your phone in the middle of the night? No. So the first time you see it is at 3.30 when you wake up? No,
2: I've been sleeping a little. I've been sleeping better lately. Oh,
1: I blame it on this radio show.
2: Probably. I don't know what that means, but okay. You need credit.
1: No. Oh. Are you taking more narcotics? <laughs>
2: um, I do take a sleep aid to help me sleep. Yes. Are you
1: up to three pills? You've, <laughs> already, told, you've already said you were a, at two pills.
2: Well, I, yeah, I know. I, I've cut it back down to one because I didn't think that was... But you're, and you're pee. sleeping better? Um, yes, and because I maybe cut down my wine consumption from like two glasses to one, and that seems to help me sleep better, too. So one glass of wine and one Tylenol PM. Oh
1: my God. It's <laughs> called the multiplier effect. I learned about it in health. That's the only thing I remember from health. What was it's it called? What's the it called? multiplier effect. What's that? When you mix narcotics and alcohol. Okay,
2: don't say narcotics because a Tylenol PM is hardly a narcotic. Just saying. It's, it's, at, it's like acetaminophen and Benadryl
1: mm-hmm. mixed. Okay. Number 14, put your phone away an hour before you go to bed. Mm-hmm. I've heard that because something about the screen right the
2: blue light Mm
1: -hmm. along those same lines is number 15 don't send texts or emails or post anything on social media within a few hours of going to sleep number 16 if you're worried about being accessible at night, put it on do not disturb you already said you do that Mm -hmm. so you're got it going on number 17 don't bring your phone to work meetings or to class what's the rule with kids and cell phones i don't even know this
2: um at ethan's school it has to be Shut off and in the backpack. I think at the high school level, you can look at it in between between classes. They're a little more lenient because you're a little older.
1: Have I told you when Crash is getting a cell phone? When? When he's 16. Okay. If he asks for one before then, it won't be until he's 17.
2: Well, he's going to ask for one.
1: No, he knows the rules. Crash has little friends that have had cell phones for at least two years already. And they were like, how's he going to call somebody? And I was like, he's going to borrow your phone.
2: Does he know your phone number?
1: They do. Both the kids do. That's Eileen good. is really weird about remembering phone numbers. That's She's kind of like Rain Man-esque. That's good. She can't remember her sight words, but she can remember my phone number, Tanya's phone number, my mom's phone number. And you only have to tell her like once or twice. It's That's awesome. weird.
2: That's cool. That's, me. That's like me remembering weird things. But She's five though. E- yeah. Ethan got one this year when he turned 13. So he hasn't had us very long.
1: Just finishing this up, don't text and drive. That's against the law.
2: And it's just smart.
1: Download apps to keep you from texting and driving. Just don't do it. Number 21 is interesting. Be aware that you might actually experience symptoms of withdrawal.
2: Mm-hmm. I would probably do that.
1: Right? Yeah. I think I would. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, just being honest, I think I would, but I would hope I wouldn't. I love being on an airplane yeah. where I can't use this.
2: Why can't you use it on an airplane?
1: Because that's to be on airplane mode.
2: Well, I know, but you can still get on the internet.
1: Hey, you know what I was just thinking? What? I love to listen to music. So Uh I listen to Spotify? Yeah. How do I listen to music if I don't have my smartphone?
2: You're screwed, dude.
1: Radio. (laughs) Radio. Tell people that you're making a serious effort to cut back to establish new expectations. Give me a break.
2: People don't talk like that. They play poop games. They don't talk to each other. Excuse me. Um, I'm cutting back on my
1: cell phone usage, so please don't text me after the hour of 7 o'clock. Thank
2: you. Please don't
1: Dorky ass conversation that would be. <laughs> that would be so weird. And that was the last one on this stupid list of 22 ways to break up with your cell phone.
2: That's up th- You know, this whole segment's been dumb. You should just, we just erase this. Can we just erase no,
1: it? No, this is very useful information.
2: <laughs> Some of it was.
1: Put your cell phones down, people. You don't yes. have to be, it doesn't have to be over the top dramatic. Just say, you know what? Off and set it down.
2: But I, that's I think my advice. People, that should be
1: number 23 on this I, list. But I also
2: think it's like very eye-rolly when people make a big deal of um,
1: Right, right. It doesn't have to like,
2: be. Like if you go to a dinner party and they show up with a bucket and they're like, cell phone's in the bucket. I'm like, fuck you. I'm out of here.
1: <laughs> you told me what to wear and now you're telling me to put my cell phone in here?
2: You're, you're not my mom. No.
1: No, it, that's what I mean. It doesn't have to be over the top. It doesn't have to be in your face. You yeah. don't have to make a big production out of it. Just turn it off and set it aside. There you go. And Do have you have that much some, willpower?
2: Yeah. Absolutely. And I'm going to just send out a little housekeeping note. Also, take a Clorox wipe every once in a while and clean your phone because it has more bacteria than a toilet.
1: Especially if you're talking on it while you're on the toilet.
2: Have you ever eaten while sitting on the potty?
1: Oh my (laughs) gosh, no. If I'm somewhere and I have like a drink, Mm -hmm. even a drink that has a cap on it that Mm -hmm. will close, I will not carry it into the bathroom.
2: Where do you put it?
1: Outside of the restroom. Or somebody will hold it while I go in. Uh-huh. So if I go to a ranger game yeah. and I'm like, hey, I'm going to stop and get a beer or I'm mm-hmm. going to stop and get a right. water or whatever, mm-hmm. I will go to the bathroom first, first and, then, and then get it.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That's smart.
1: But other people have no problem just carrying just it in take there. take it in there. Hell no. Mm-hmm. Little splashes take of TT. your nachos tea- tea. with your jalapenos. Oh my gosh.
2: In there where you got to go potty.
1: Little flecks of feces <laughs> flying around and so gross. That's a list mania we're going to do in the next couple of days. The things with the most fecal matter on there. Okay. I'm Cell
2: sh- phone is number one.
1: I'm sure I can find that. You know what else is high on that list? What? Beards.
2: Ew. Why do you have poop in your beard?
1: I don't know. Do you, why?
2: do you not wash your hands after you go to the bathroom? Well, yeah,
1: but I think a lot of people, even if they wash their hands, they're touching their beard before they get to the sink.
2: <laughs> why? I
1: don't know. Isn't that Gross. <laughs>
2: We're all disgusting people. We
1: are all disgusting We're people. We're
2: animals. Every single one of us. Some more than others.
1: <laughs> if you didn't listen to the intro to today's show, Shauna pooped on the side of her house. Oh
2: my gosh. I'm going to stop telling you all my best stories.
1: You're listening to the Defining Audacity radio show and podcast. I'm Drew Myers. I'm
2: Shauna Glenn. Coming
1: up, we've got a special bearded banter today is a bearded banter Kids speak. Weirdly branded, but roll with it good you'll really enjoy it i got a chance to sit down with an eight-year-old named harper over the weekend i'll share that audio with you guys actually we'll do that next broadcasting from blue heaven pool shauna glenn design in fort worth texas
0: i don't want things to happen accidentally i want things to happen on purpose we couldn't have said it better ourselves you're listening to the defining audacity radio show live on purpose
1: welcome back to the defining audacity radio show and podcast i'm drew Myers.
2: i'm shauna glenn
1: Got a special bearded banter today. We're not going to answer a question live on the air. We're going to do a kid speak this weekend. I got a chance to sit down with an eight-year-old young lady. She cracked me up all weekend. she is over the top, super funny, high energy. Her name is Harper, and I'm just going to share that audio. Okay. I talked her into coming on my radio show, and I'm just going to let it speak for itself. When I was on the radio station in Glenrose, and I may mention this, but during our conversation, we used to do a segment called Kids Speak, and mm-hmm. I'd bring in kids from the community and they'd say just wild and crazy things. That's what Harper does. That's awesome. Yeah, it's, it's really cool. I think you're going to dig it. So without further ado, here is our bearded banter slash kids speak on this Wednesday of the Defining Audacity radio show and podcast. Joining me now on the Defining Audacity radio show and podcast, eight-year-old Harper from Dallas, Texas. Hi, Harper. Hi. How are you? Good. Are you excited about Christmas?
3: Yeah.
1: What are you so excited about?
3: Spending time with my family, getting some presents, giving Santa milky cookies.
1: What did you ask Santa for for Christmas? I'm not telling you. No, you can tell me.
3: Okay. I'm only going to tell you one
1: thing. Okay, just tell me one thing.
3: Absolutely a 3D printer.
1: A 3D printer? Yeah. What are you gonna print with a three D printer?
3: hmm Some of my favorite characters, maybe I might print out my imaginary friend.
1: You're gonna print out your imaginary friend? Yeah. Tell me about your imaginary friend.
3: Uh her name's Watermelon and her middle name is Rose and her last name is Jerry. Her favorite food is red. She likes takes like the soul of red. And if you do not have uh Watermelon's eyes, it just looks colorful when she, but it looks normal with human eyes. And she's kind of annoying. She's kind of crazy. And I think she's on your head right now.
1: Describe the look that's on my face right now.
3: Confused?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, confused. What are we talking about? You have an imaginary friend named Watermelon Rose.
3: Watermelon Rose Cherry.
1: Watermelon, rose, cherry. Let's talk about food real quick. Okay. You said her favorite food was red, which I thought was interesting. What is your favorite food?
3: Spaghetti and salad.
1: Spaghetti and salad? C. Si. Do you speak Spanish? C. Si. You do? C. Si. Do you know anything else besides C? Si?
3: Uh, como esta? Bien, buenos días, buenos noches, uno, dos, tres, cuatro, cinco, seis, siete, ocho, nueve, diez. All the way to si,
1: What's the Quinta? 50. 50? You can count to 50 in Spanish? Si. That's awesome. Do you like school? Mm-hmm. She just gave me the thumbs up. You can't see that on radio. I know. Tell me I give
3: it a two thumbs
1: up. <gasps> two thumbs up. Tell me about your teacher. What's her name? Miss Huffington?
3: No, Miss Wolfington. Wolfington. Like, with a wolf, and she has this joke on her wall say, Welcome to the Wolf Club.
1: Do you get in trouble at school? Maybe. What's the worst thing you've ever done at school?
3: When on Taco Tuesday, instead they have like these disgusting meat burgers that has one of these disgusting meats in it. and it kind of freaks me out.
1: So what did you do?
3: I just ate the bun.
1: And you got in trouble for that? No. Do you talk a lot at school? Yeah. Does Miss Wolfington like that?
3: Maybe. I don't know. Does she think you're funny? Yeah. Last time when I stepped on her toe on accident, she started laughing for death. I think. I don't have her brain.
1: What is your favorite thing in the whole world?
3: Everyone in the whole world.
1: You love everyone? Yeah. <laughs> Do you love people? Yeah. Who's your favorite person in the whole world?
3: Noah, Hayden, Sam, Mommy, Daddy.
1: Hold on. Noah, Hayden, and Sam were before mommy and daddy?
3: Sam is one of my Chinese friends. Noah is my city friend. Hayden is my other city friend.
1: Okay. Good. Good. Very descriptive on your friends. Thank what you. What about your brother and your sisters?
3: They They tease me. Do you love them? No. Uh, I love my sister, but I'm the only kid who gets bullied in the house. You do? Sometimes my little sister's on the bad side.
1: She is? Yeah, sometimes. Tell me what your sister does.
3: She says I'm a boy. They call me a boy. They do? Because my short hair.
1: Oh, I like your hair. I think it's cute.
3: Thank you. You're
1: welcome. Do you like movies? See. What is your favorite movie of all time?
3: Peter Pan.
1: Tell me about Peter Pan. I've never seen it.
3: Peter Pan is like a kid who never grows up. Kind of a teenager, but he wears, like, green and a little red feather on his hat. And he can fly. And Tinkerbell has a little fairy who has uh, yellow hair, a little bun, and a leaf dress. And and she has pixie dust that helps the fairies fly instead of the wings. It's not true about the
1: wing flying. It's not true?
3: Yeah, only pixie dust makes it Wings work.
1: Oh, so is it a funny movie or is it a serious movie? Is it kind a feel-good movie?
3: I'm not sure, but uh, do you know Wendy and uh, one of his brothers that has like the top hat and those black glasses and a little brother wearing the pink pajamas?
1: No, I don't know them. Okay. Good talk. Yeah. Yeah. And what else did. do you What else do you want to talk about? Did you have fun in Rainbow, Texas this weekend?
3: What's Rainbow, Texas? That's where
1: you are right now. Here? Yes.
3: It's amazing.
1: What do you like most about Rainbow, Texas? I don't know. What did you have the most fun doing yesterday?
3: Going on that hike, but I did get hurt a lot yesterday.
1: Who led that hike yesterday? You. What did you call me yesterday? You can say it on the radio. Remember you said follow that? Old guy. Old guy.
3: (laughs) Or old man. I think I said old guy or old man.
1: But then you found out how old I was, right? Yeah. How old am I? Remember? 25. Yes. So now I felt
3: kind of guilty.
1: You did feel kind of guilty?
3: Yeah, I look guilty.
1: Kind of. Do I look 25?
3: My babysitter's 25 and she doesn't have a beard. And (laughs) her name's Hannah. She's a cat lover. But a little bit younger than a grandma. She's like one well, of those cat-loving grandma, but younger.
1: Okay. Good. Shout out to What's her name? Hannah. Shout out to Hannah. Shout Hannah. out to Hannah. 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 Wait,
3: what the city you have been here this? Yes. Oh.
1: Hannah, 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 Hannah. Hannah. <laughs> Hannah. Hey, thanks for coming on the radio with me. You're
3: welcome. Okay,
1: I would like you to give some people some um, Christmas advice. One piece of advice this holiday season. Go ahead.
3: Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year.
1: You want to give another shout out to Hannah?
3: Hannah. (laughs) Hannah, Hannah,
1: Hannah. 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 You're listening to the Defining Audacity Radio Show and podcast. Bye, guys.
2: What we do in life echoes in eternity. I'm Bree Bagwell, and I couldn't have said it better myself. You're listening to the Defining Audacity Radio Show. Live on purpose. Welcome back to the Defining Audacity radio show and podcast. I'm Shauna Glenn. And
1: I'm Drew Myers. That's going to do it for this Wednesday. Thank you so much for tuning in. Another special shout out to Harper for coming on the show. And I also want to give a shout out to her mom, Jenny, who I've known for a long time. And it was fun to hang out with them this weekend. And thank you for letting your daughter come on my radio show. Cute, cute, cute. Again, if you missed any part of today's show, you can download the podcast wherever you get your podcast from. If you would like to hear the show in its entirety, gate to gate, including all the music, go to realtexasradio.com and just click on Defining Audacity Radio Show at the top of the page. Also, I want to sh- give a shout out to Hungry Wolf Beard Company. We didn't have a true bearded banter today, but you need to check them out, hungrywolfbeardcompany.com. The unofficial, official beard brand company of the Texas music scene, keeping singer-songwriters on the scene looking good with their beard oil, their beard wax. Their premium RX hair stimulant. They're awesome. Thanks to Russell Tucker and Hungry Wolf Beard Company for believing in what we're doing here on the Defining Audacity radio show and podcast. Got big plans today on this Wednesday?
2: Mm, Working like a big girl. I know. No, nothing special. Do Just you, counting down. I'm almost, I'm almost already checked out for the Christmas break because we are taking some time off.
1: I know. I think that's awesome because yep. we're going to do a lot of extra stuff for this radio show. Yes, we are. We haven't talked about it. I want to do a video uh-huh. and do maybe bring in a photographer and do some promo pics. Yeah. It'll be fun, right?
2: We can go to the movies. We can go roller skating. Oh, we need to talk
1: about that. You have your big all-day mm-hmm. movie extravaganza yep. coming up.
2: The day after Christmas. Let's do
1: that on tomorrow's show. Okay. Do you have your plan in place? Um, like what movies you're going to see?
2: Well, we have an idea, but we haven't planned it out yet because the movie theater hasn't...
1: You know what will be out on December 26th. okay. Oh, you don't.
2: Well, I mean, at this particular place where we want to be, the mo- movie theater we want to be, they haven't released everything. That's the full schedule for next week. Okay. Yeah, we're trying to do. We're trying to find one that has everything, but has wine and the chairs are comfortable. So we have a lot. Of, and there's a, a big, lot of moving parts. I <laughs> have, to have this. a big wish list for God, this. You need a director day. of operations. I know. Good <laughs> Lord. I'm going to hire my 13 year old son, Ethan. He would be really good at that setting it all up for me
1: there you go i know put a little money in his pocket yep i like that idea i know hey and speaking of ethan we're going to bring him on kid speak yep soon he
2: would be really good. it'll be a
1: little bit different than harper's conversation
2: yeah uh, probably a lot <laughs> and and if he felt uncomfortable like talking f- freely in front of me we would just let him talk to you and you know in case he doesn't want yeah we'll
1: probably pre-record that one yeah for sure
2: so he did not say the F word or anything.
1: Right. So we can bleep that out. <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Defining Audacity radio show and podcast. I'm Drew Myers. I'm Shauna Glenn. We've been broadcasting from Blue Haven Pools. Shauna Glenn Design, Fort Worth, Texas. We'll see everybody tomorrow. Hey, start living a bold adventure, and intentional life, and just remember the first and most important step in that process, Shauna, as to
2: what? I don't know. I, I tune you out when you, what? Tell your story? Live embrace your story? your story. Oh, embrace your story. And I was close. And shout out to Russell Tucker. Bye, everybody.
1: Why did Russell Tucker get like a special shout out in the outro?
2: I don't know, because I feel like I really messed up his ad the other day. And I feel like a lot of people are ca- calling him going like, hey, we're going to get some Sab," And he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. And hey, I typed in live on fire and it doesn't work. So where's your complaint department? And he's like, call Shauna. So anyway, shout out, Russell Tucker. <laughs> have live a, on fire.
0: Have a great Wednesday.
2: <laughs> See you. Bye.
0: Bye thank you for listening to the defining audacity radio show we inspire people to throw a wrench in the status quo and put your goals dreams and aspirations in the spotlight are you living a bored joyless and uninspired life we'll inspire you to live on purpose with lucky
1: land slots you can get lucky just about anywhere